0: Hi there, I'm Michael Marvash, and this is the Dead Man's Forest, a weekly conversation about the lessons that we can learn from one another. I wasn't able to make it up to the mountains today because of some appointments, so I decided to record a brief episode for you from home. There are two quick things I'd like to touch on today. The first is I realize that I am not in the habit of telling the story of Dead Man's Forest every episode, but since I recently got a new perspective on it, the story is this. A dead man sits in the middle of a wasteland and out of his head and his heart, despite the fact that he's dead, grows a miniature forest that's green and vibrant and alive. The forest represents the man's knowledge and wisdom, the things that he learned in his life. But the fact that he is dead, and he sits in a wasteland where nothing grows, is evidence that he never shared that knowledge or wisdom, that its seeds never spread and that as he is dead, so too it soon will be dead. The new perspective I gained on this story was this: I had always thought that we were the man, that we have inside of us knowledge and wisdom that is worth sharing, and that we often keep those things to ourselves out of out of selfishness, fear, insecurity, or laziness. And so the story was an exhortation to us to, reach out and share with one another. After my conversation with my sister last week, something she said made me realize that we too are the desert. We are barren and dry and we could know so much more than we do know. And oftentimes we don't open ourselves to learning new things from the people around us. So we are both things in the vision. We are the man with the knowledge and we are the the landscape in need of that knowledge. And I think that the second one might be even more important in some ways, that an attitude of openness to listening and learning new things is crucial to being a growing person, to being a part of a flourishing landscape. So that's the first thing I wanted to share. The second is about an idea I discussed a few episodes ago about love being perhaps the thing that drives the universe. I want to explore this idea more because it's an interesting conjecture and I feel that whether or not it is objectively true, it has some value in informing the way we relate to each other and to the universe. And so I'll be discussing and refining it with other people, and when I don't have a guest, I'll be bringing those thoughts here. The first small thought I had was this. To recap one piece of that argument, what I had conjectured was that perhaps in the same way that our physical existence, the fact that we have a physical body that takes up space in the universe, that physical existence validates and enables us to know and understand the fact that The universe has space and volume that space time exists our understanding of that truth of the universe is based in our physical existence perhaps in a similar way our conscious existence or perhaps our experiential existence our awareness if you will perhaps in the same way validates that dimension of the universe that the universe has a consciousness dimension or an awareness dimension that that part of our existence lives in. And the way I described it in this episode is that perhaps in the same way that our physical body fills up, takes up space in the universe, our awareness takes up space inside of that awareness space in the universe. But a book that I have been reading the last couple weeks helped me to realize a misconception in that because our awareness doesn't go out into the universe and perceive things. The universe comes into our senses and all of the things that we experience are in our head. We don't experience reality. We only experience sensory inputs. And... I remember this being a very complicated idea for me the first time I came across it. So if you haven't come across it before, bear with me because I am sure I will discuss it more in future episodes. The only small point that I want to bring up today is that I think my conjecture needs to be modified to the reverse of what it is. If our bodies take up volume in space-time, then our awareness or consciousness is the opposite. It is filled up by the stimuli that come from the universe. And I don't yet know what the implications of that are, but I think perhaps that inverse relationship will be important to the way I think about this idea. So that's it for today. If any of what I've said sparks something in your mind, shoot me a quick note on deadmansforest.org and if you would like to share some of the lessons you've learned, I would be honored by that generous gift. Thanks for being here today. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.